welcome to Beer Mail episode number 14 of Brutal Battle. And as you probably know if you listened to the last Beer Mail episode, this one is also basically sponsored by Kyle, Kyle Norman. Norman. Right, so um, more Kyle Norman beers. Now, this is going to be an interesting lineup because two of the breweries we had on the other Beer Mail, different beers... And because of one of those beers on the other beer mail, I'm very excited for one of these in particular. Uh, and we'll talk about that when we get to it. But the first one we're going to do is basically a teaser slash preview of a brewery showcase that's coming up because of Kyle Norman and some beers he sent us. And that's for Old Thunder Brewing Company. Now, apparently this is the brewery that opened up because brewers from Brew Gentlemen in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania left. And wanted to start their own thing. So hence Old Thunder Brewing. Apparently it's very new. But if you want all the information, which may be kind of limited, plus us tasting four more beers by Old Thunder, you can look for that showcase episode, which will be coming up. Once again, made possible by the man, Kyle Norman. And let's not forget Kelly Norman, who supports him in his beer habits, and Olivia Norman, who is their littlest one, who just supports them in general. <laughs> yeah. And I think at this point she might appreciate hearing something from Rebecca. That juice bra. <laughs> uh, yeah, just to give people a backstory on that, we had the episode where I tried to make Rebecca say that juice bra, and I said do it for Olivia, and she finally did, and Rebecca then got a video from Olivia that was very funny and cute, Saying what? That juice bra. Thanks for saying that juice bra. Yeah, it was funny and cute, so thank you. So let's uh, do our little preview here of what's coming up. Old Thunder Brewing Company. This is their building blocks, spelled B-L-O-X. Cool new age way. Uh, 16-ounce can. This is a hoppy wheat ale, and it is 5% alcohol. And Sessionable. Like I said, from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. So let's get... Oh, no, I cut my nails. Makes it a little tougher. Okay. I'm excited for this. I do like a hoppy wheat when it's done well. And if these folks are from Brew Gentlemen, this should, should be, be pretty good. Because when we went to Brew Gentlemen right before the pandemic started, yeah, it was good. What's it looking like? Hazy? Yeah, hazy yellow. Yeah, yellow. Slight orangish to it, but yeah, pretty yellow. Um... I'm not even sniffing it, and I'm already smelling some hop characteristic. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, over a foot from my face, basically, because I'm looking at it in the light. Oh, yeah. Definitely orange. Jesus, that is... That is pungent hop aroma, which is a wonderful aroma. Grassy. Little floral note in there. With that citrus, really nice citrus. Yeah, it's very citrusy. But it's not like super sweet or anything, so no. it's kind of like some rind in there as well, because there is a nice bitterness to it. It smells really good. Yeah. Does it smell wheat-like? Actually, I think it actually smells kind of yeasty. Like, if I just smelled this, I might say, oh, that's like a hazy IPA is what it smells like. Yeah, it tastes a little yeasty. Does it? Mm-hmm. It does. Well, if it's, you know, as hazy looking as it is, that might be part of the reason. This is. It's really easy. It's very easy. But it's also very flavorful. Yeah. It's interesting, too, because it's, it's weird. Because the way that my mouth, that my, that my taste buds are perceiving it, is there's kind of a dryness and bitterness that go together that's throughout the entire sip. 
but also at the same time, there's like a little bit of this, like that hop character that's coming off very citrusy, almost like it's got a little bit of a tanginess to it as well. I'm not getting the tang, but I'm getting, I'm getting the, the bitterness and the dryingness that you're mentioning. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not as flavorful as I want it to be, but it's still quite good. Mm-hmm. The flavors that are there are, are, are good. Yeah, it is good. I, I like it. Uh, I still don't think I'd be able to say that there's wheat in there. I'm missing the wheat characteristic yeah. just because I think the hopping of it is kind of covering a lot of that up for, for my palate. Uh, but this is very easy. You can put yeah. this down fast. It's one of those beers that we talk about every now and then where we're like, this is one you could pay attention to it if you want to because there is enough flavor. But Or you can just, you know, ignore all that and just slam it. It does have that slam ability that they talk yeah, about on it, Somerville and Brewcast. 5.5%. Just five. Oh, five. Straight up five. Yeah. So pretty Where'd low. Where did I get the five? 5.5? I don't know. You just like numbers and twos, I think. All right. So. Okay. This is the beer Carlin's most excited for. This is the one. Yes. Out of this entire lineup, I am definitely most excited for this one, and you'll know why. I'll fill you in. Okay. So it's by New Trail Brewing Company. Out of something, Pennsylvania. Where are they out of? I forget. Williamsport. Williamsport. That's right. Now it sounds familiar. It's called Sticky, which is an imperial milk porter brewed with coffee, maple syrup, cinnamon, and vanilla. So the reason I'm so excited about this is we had the rolled oats by New Trail on the last beer meal episode, and that was an outstanding oatmeal stout. That was outstanding. So... Here's yet another stout from the same brewery. I'm thinking, well, technically, I mean, it's like the same thing basically, but, um, yeah, so I'm excited. I'm very excited. And it's 9.3%. Yeah. It's not on the can, but we looked it up on untapped ahead of time. So yeah. And then once, once we try this, I have something to tell you about it after we've tried it. So remind me if it seems like I'm forgetting. Hmm. I wonder what it could be. All right. So it's thing. obviously dark. Yeah. I'm sure people can just guess that. Does it look like a stout? Yes. It's got a, you know, that nice brown head to it. A little a little creamy looking on the head. Yeah, it does look a little creamy. Bit, a little bit. Very pillowy. Yeah. Yeah. A little slow coming down on the edges, so I guess you could see in that sense that kind of higher ABV. Ooh, I like the smell. Yeah, definitely getting the vanilla, definitely getting the cinnamon. I get a lot of coffee on there. Like, there's a, it's just like, it's it's like a layering of like a backbone of nice green coffee smell. I mean, I'm getting everything. I'm getting the maple syrup. The thing is, too, that none of of the smells feel like they're out of kilter. Like, none of them are significantly higher than the other ones. They all smell like they're kind of folding into each other on the same Very level. Harmonious. Har- exactly. So, were you going to say? Har- yeah, I was going to say harmonious. That exact word. It smells it's, really good. Well, and what's cool is I'm not big on you know people know I'm not big on spices in my beer, so I am smelling the cinnamon. But the way that the cinnamon is folding in with the coffee in particular is making it very easy on my nose. I feel like the maple. It smells like French toast. I mean, like, it smells very breakfasty. Yeah, it smells like yeah. breakfast. And there is a little bit of kind of like a sugary sweetness on the nose as well. 
It doesn't smell like it's going to be, like, overly sweet in the flavor, though, and I'm mm. hoping that is the case. Go so ahead. good. I love it. You're getting all of the flavors. You're getting oh. the coffee and the vanilla. Oh, my And the gosh. maple syrup and the cinnamon. And it's not too sweet at all. No, no. This is extremely restrained. This is very restrained with the sweetness in it. This is a very well-crafted beer. It's very nuanced, uh, finessed. All those wonderful words you can say about it. This beer is awesome. I'm like all on the new trail bandwagon. Yeah. Now. Like I'm I'm about it at the moment. So Kyle Norman. At least the dark beers are good. Kyle Norman, if we're doing more beers at some point, Get let's, us some let's new do trail. a showcase for yeah. a new trail. Let's do this. Um I would not guess it's nine point three percent. Nope. Nowhere in there is there an indicator to me that it's nine point three. Except maybe the fact that it has a more viscous mouthfeel, but it's a stout, so you would yeah. just kind of assume that, or Imperial Porter in this case. But you're totally right. Like, everything we smelled, it's in the flavor, and it's the same way as it is yeah. in the smell. None, none of it's out-competing any of it. You're getting the coffee, the vanilla, the cinnamon, the maple syrup, like, all of that. It just rolls in to each other. This is one of the rare beers that, like, the smell matches the taste. Yeah. Like, exactly. Everything just works. Yeah. It all works. And it tastes like very breakfasty. So this is... Really good. One of those beers maybe people would be tempted to have with breakfast. If yeah. That's something you do from time to time. Preferably just on the weekends, people. Uh, unless you don't work during the week. There is a little bit of a chocolatiness that I'm picking up as well. I wonder if more people are drinking while they're working since they're working from home now. I mean, it's possible. I would hope not, but possible see this is the type of beer that i can handle cinnamon in like those spices yeah. like this is the type of integration like you have other oh sorry you have other ingredients in it to temper what that can do when it gets out of control so it's just kind of like nicely worked in there so i really enjoy this this beer is um this is a killer ass beer i love this it's gonna be hard to beat this beer the other thing is this i didn't even touch on this I'm not big on maple. Maple. Yeah, you don't like maple beer. or cinnamon. And I love this. Like, there are two ingredients in this beer that I would normally look at in a beer and be like, eh, I don't think I want to pick that up. But they made it work so well. Like, New Trail? I mean, I'm all in. I mean, we've had New Trail in the past we like, but the, the, between the sticky and the rolled oats, come on. Oh, you didn't remind me. I was oh. going to say something about this. Yes. What are so you going to say? So, when I was looking up the ABV on Untapped, there are two variations of this oh. sticky. So, imagine these. There is a barrel-aged sticky. Oh, I bet that's really tasty. And a gingerbread sticky. Ooh. So, just I saying. Would, I would like both of those. These things exist. They're probably just, like, at the brewery type yeah. things or, like, very limited release. You know, that type of deal. But... Okay, enough about the sticky. It's amazing. Um, moving on to the next one, and this is the other one, other brewery that we had a beer from in the first one, and it's kind of like the baby and the mama, because if you remember, we had the baby falcon, which is very ugly, we found out <laughs> in the last one. Those things are ugly. And this is the Falcon Smash from Triple Crossing Brewing out of Richmond, Virginia, uh, and this is just, it's an IPA, and it's 7% alcohol. I do love on their... Label, though, these are all 16-ounce cans, by the way, how it's like the outline of a falcon, oh, but it's fire. fire. Like, it's all flames. It just looks cool. 
and get that Falcon Smash, man. I do like a nice uh, IPA. Sorry. I, I'm sure people are hearing that like it's taking me longer to open these cans because I'm trying not to hurt my fingers since I just cut my nails. Do you want me to open them? No, I've, I've been managing all right. Okay. As it is. What's it looking like? What is it looking like? An IPA? Does it look like that juice? Yellow, a little orange, a little hazy. Oh, I'd say it's pretty orangey. Certainly way more orangey than the building yeah, blocks. that's true. Which, you know, you would assume if that's a hoppy wheat. Yeah, pretty orangey. Yeah, a little bit. Not crazy hazy, but hazy-ish. Man, it's like sugared citrus. I get some pininess to it. It smells kind of like Simcoe, actually. Like, specifically like a Simcoe-y type smell. It smells so sweet to me. Yeah, there is a good sweetness on it, but it's kind of like... It's like fruit sweetness. Yeah, yeah, fruit sweetness. But I feel like I get kind of like a... It's like a sugared, sugary mango slice with like sugary pineapple slice. Mm. With a little extra pine thrown in there. Yeah. It smells good, though. Yeah, it does smell really good. It smells more kind of, like, rich. Like, there's also a little bit of that kind of dehydrated orange-type smell that we get from time to time. Does this say what is in it? Like, what hops and stuff? No, I don't think so. Oh, maybe it's... Yeah, I don't know. I'm saying it's Falcon Smash. Maybe it's Falconer's Flight? I don't know. doesn't really smell like that. That's usually more piney. Way more piney. Oh, this is good. Yeah, it's good. I like it. This is easier to drink than I thought it would be based yeah. on the smell. Agreed. Um, it's not as sweet as the nose. Um, it has a little bitterness, not too much. Yeah. It's got a nice, that that's kind of Swedish dehydrated orange taste. It's got that, like I was saying, I was smelling on it. Um, yeah. A little piney mix in there, too. It's easier on the tongue than I thought it was going to be. Like, it's more um, thin mm -hmm. on the mouthfeel than I was expecting based off the nose. And it's not as flavorful. It's mm -hmm. one of those beers that the nose is awesome and then the taste is a little underwhelming, but it's still quite good. No, yeah, I still enjoy it. I, it it's it's definitely tasty. I dig this. And, the, you know, yeah, that, really bi good. that bitterness is more than I think a lot of people are used to nowadays with IPAs because of the whole hazy situation. But I think it's a nice level bitterness for me personally. It's not quite going, you know, to the extreme of like the West Coast style, but it's not super far off from that. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's a, definitely a solid IPA. Yeah, I I could drink that many times. We will continue to drink it. Well, we only have this one can, so we'll enjoy it. We will. We, we definitely will. And as we prepare for the next one, I'm scared. I'm scared of the next one. I know. I'm scared, too, because I want it to be good, because I've been really excited about this one, because it's been staring at me in the fridge. So, I'm even more scared about this one, because when... It's not it's not a brewery we've had super recently, but because the last beer mail episode, if people remember, we had that bite size, oh, which, yeah. which was by Modest or Modest Brewing, and it was, like, with actual, like, peanut butter cups in it. And it was just garbage. Like, it was so disgustingly bad. And this is kind of one of those category beers. So it makes me more 
apprehensive about how this could be, but at the same time, we, we've had a bunch from this brewery and they've not really let us down before. So hopefully this works out. Okay. So this one's called Oreo Speedwagon. It's by Hitchhiker Brewing Company out of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. It is 10.5%. It's a chocolate milkshake imperial stout with milk sugar, Oreos, and vanilla. It's the Oreos. It sounds so good, though. And I will say before I open this up, when we did a showcase episode for Hitchhiker, which people, we did a showcase episode for Hitchhiker after we got back from Pittsburgh in very, very early 2020. Um, So you can find that. Not early 2020. Um, Early March 2020. Yeah, early 2020. That's very early 2020. So, um, yeah, so you can check that out. 2020 was a long year. Yeah. So when we... I remember when we did that episode, I had read over some of the beers they have, and I remember reading the Oreo Speedwagon and you being like, oh, man, I really want to get my hands on that. Mm. So, Kyle Norman, you're making dreams come true, yeah. basically. That's what Kyle Norman does. He's he like does. Santa Claus. He's like Santa Claus. He's like the craft beer version of Santa Claus, really. Yeah, kind of. We get packages. I know. It's beer totally randomly like- sent to our house. Yeah. I think I, I smell the Oreo. Like really? I'm, I'm, I'm pouring it, and I definitely smell Oreo in that. For real? Well, like the the um, the chocolate cookie aspect of the Oreo. Like it's a very specific smell of the chocolate cookie from the Oreo. And um, yeah, I smell that. I smell chocolate. I don't know if I would say. Well, it looks dark. Yeah. It's got the head isn't as the, the head's much lighter than the sticky. Yeah. Which is interesting. I think it'd be darker, but. I'm definitely getting the vanilla, and I'm definitely getting oh chocolate. Oh, my God. It, it, it smells like the lard from from the Oreos. <laughs> no, it does Yes, it does. Like, the sugary lard. Gross. No, 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 but that's what it is. Like, it, it's lard in there. Like, that's what's in the filling of the Oreos. It's like vanilla-flavored lard. Although I know that Kyle Norman's probably going to fact-check me right now. I th- I'm pretty sure that's what it is, but he can text me and let me know for sure. But it's... At any rate, it's not good for you, but <laughs> that's what it smells like. It lard, smells... It, lard isn't necessarily bad for you. It's, no, that's it's, true. It's natural. That's a good point. No, that, So that I don't think it's lard because I think it's like... Super processed. processed. I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, at any rate, it smells like the white, the filling, white filling of the Oreo, which honestly is a good dessert smell. type smell. Like, But it also smells very sugary. It does smell really sweet. Yeah. It smells very, very sweet, but... The vanilla that goes along with that, I it's think, is really very good. nice. It's, it's a very nice nose, I think, because you're getting a ton of chocolate, a ton of vanilla, yeah. and a nice level of sweetness. I mean, it does smell like an Oreo. It does yeah. smell like a beer version of an Oreo, but I'm just hoping it's not too sweet. But, you know, there's a decent carbonation to it, so even if it is pretty sweet, it might that might kind of... Mm, I think it's good. Bit. What are you getting? Go ahead. I'm getting the chocolate. I'm getting the vanilla. Um, that's kind of like the big. Yeah, I mean it is. That's kind of what <laughs> like that's all you're getting. Yeah, I mean those it are pretty the two much, big flavor. Yeah, it, it is pretty much just chocolate vanilla. But it's good. There it's, is more of a bitterness on the finish than I thought it's there not, would be. It's sweet, but it's not too sweet. Mm-hmm. It is definitely check. one of those beers where like. Initially, you're like, oh, it's sweet, but then it, like, backs down after you you get that perception of that sweetness. So, yeah, it's not too much. 
Um, it is pretty good. I mean, I will say that, like, for an Oreo-infused stout, this is potentially the best you could you could get, really. And I've seen a lot of breweries doing stuff with Oreos. It is good. It is good. I definitely taste the Oreos. I definitely yeah. taste the Oreos. It totally tastes like that vanilla cream in the middle and the cookie part, the chocolate cookie part. I can well, tell it's a boozier, boozier beer too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. There, there's a bit of a viscosity to it. It's a little bit syrupy on the finish, and you, I get a little booziness. I get it. I get some booziness. Yeah. Here for sure. It pokes through, but with the sweetness in there, I, I feel like that booziness is fine because I think the booziness with the bitterness helps to kind of yeah. balance out that sweetness a little good. bit. I think so. it's, we got a good lineup here. Yeah. Yeah. We um we definitely did and. I am pleasantly surprised with the Oreo Speedwagon. I really am. I was afraid of this, but I I will gladly drink the rest of this. It is nice. So take note, Modest mm. Brewing. Yeah, this is how you do it. Yeah. Talk to the hitchhiker folks and find out how you do these types of stouts. I hate to harp on that, but that beer was horrible. That bite size was horrid. All right, I'm... Putting, I'm doing a rinse on my glass because I need to retry one beer to figure out where it goes in the ranking. But I definitely know my one and two. It's the three and four slot. <laughs> so I'm I'm I drank all the beer and then I'm just I'm rinsing it out with water and drinking the water. The water tastes like Oreo. It's so good. It's not like super crazy though. I'm gonna drink more of this building blocks. I need to figure out where this is going, but, um, I'm more intrigued now after having that for this old thunder episode, because we're going to have one more, one hoppy beer for the old thunder and then three darker beers, which should be interesting. Is it better? It is like I'm getting, and maybe part of it's because we just tried darker things. I'm getting more of a citrusiness to that mm. building blocks. Did you want to try a little bit more? I can sure. just hand you mine, my glass. Um, it's good. I like it. I liked it before. I like it more now. Since it's I'm getting up. Vaseline on it. Okay. I can see where you get that. Yeah. It doesn't bother me, though. I bother the same. I eat Vaseline every day. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> no, it's, um, no, it's good, though. Okay. Uh, okay, go ahead. Okay. My number four is The Building Blocks by Old Thunder. My Which number- is the Hoppy Wheat. Hoppy Wheat. Hoppy wheat yeah. Number three. Falcon Smash IPA. Yep. By and Triple Crossing. Number three is the Oreo Speedwagon, which is the Chocolate Milkshake Imperial Stout with Milk Sugar Oreos and Vanilla by Hitchhiker. And number one. Number one is the Sticky Imperial Milk Porter brewed with coffee, maple syrup, cinnamon, and vanilla by Nutrail. Uh, exact same ranking for me. Again? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. This doesn't happen often, no. but it's happened now twice in a small amount of time. But that's sticky. The sticky is de- was definitely number one. I mean, come on. Sticky is definitely number one for me, and the Old Thunder was definitely number four for me. And then the two and three were close. Oh, I felt like I had a problem with the three and four, the Falcon Smash and the building blocks. 
But I, f- I felt like Sticky was a clear one, Oreo Speedwagon a clear two. Oh. And then three was kind of up for grabs between those two. But I think the Falcon Smash, I, I definitely do like it more. Yeah, I do too. But this is a great, you said it, it's a really it's a good, good lineup. lineup. So this is definitely better than the first beer mail because of that damn bite size. Yeah, the bite size <laughs> threw it. Size. Everything else was good, but that bite size yeah, threw it off. Yeah. God, ugh. Um, but, uh, you can have the number three and four beers. I'll drink the one and two. You're going to need help because they're <laughs> nine and 10%. No, I don't need help because when we're recording, it's like five thirty, So I have plenty of hours. Mm-hmm. I'm good. Sharing is caring. That's true. I guess I should do that. So once again, thank you, Kyle Norman. We always appreciate this. I'm sure the listeners appreciate it too, unless you're the only listener. <laughs> yeah. In which case, maybe you don't really appreciate that. <laughs> but um, let's plug all our stuff. If you want back episodes, if anyone wants to hear back episodes, you can just go to BrutalBattle.com. They're all there. We've done a lot. We're over 400 episodes, well over 400 episodes at this point. We've been doing it for eight years-ish. Um, also, you can find it if you just want to go to archive.org. If you just search Brutal Battle there, you can get them there. And that way, I think you can actually download but uh, also, do us a quick favor and rate us and review us on whatever podcatcher you use. iTunes helps the most, so if you could do it through there, that would be great. Uh, but also, word of mouth as well. I am on Twitter. I'm mainly just using my Twitter for horror-related stuff right now because I, don't, I haven't talked about this much. But um, I do a horror uh, movie review YouTube channel. So I've mainly just kind of commandeered the Twitter for that-related stuff. But I still have my Twitter linked up to my Untapped, so all the beers I check into go to Twitter still. So you can just look for at Brutal Battle or Carlin at Brutal Battle. And then also I'm on Untapped, so if you want to be friends on Untapped, I'm definitely open to that. I'm very active, unlike Rebecca, who's never active anymore. I quit. <laughs> I'm going to drop out. You just look for uh, Carlin C or Carlin Cook or... Yeah, I think those are the main ways to find me. But look for me. I'm always checking into beers. And actually, if you really want to spoil things, you can figure out what episodes we're recording because I check into the beers. And I'm sure, I feel like Kyle does that. I feel like Kyle, he doesn't say anything about it, but I feel like Kyle probably does that because he toasts a lot of my Mm check-ins. So I'm like, he probably understands what we're doing episode-wise right now, especially when it's like, chunks of the same brewery i think he's probably like oh showcase yeah here, here we go so yeah and he'll definitely know when we check into the old thunder ones that's for sure well but, he'll know when we check into all these because he gave them to us well yeah no i know I, i'm just saying i think he'll know when in succession i check into all oh. those old thunder ones he'll know that we're doing a showcase Got it. at that point that's what i mean um but you did you throw out the instagram no brutal battle podcast that is, like, the social media that's actually worked. Because <laughs> Rebecca's taking care of it, and she's doing a very good job. And, yeah, it's fun. Not for me, because I don't do it. Yeah. But for Rebecca. Yeah, I love Instagram. All right, do you have anything else to throw out there? Um, I think just keep it brutal. I feel so-